more and more people are doing webinar for selling their information product and it's more and more crowded out there to really stand out to do a webinar. This is episode two of Radio Awesome and today we're going to discuss how you create a selling webinar in 2021. This is Radio Awesome. Fun, inspiring, no-nonsense tips to sell, market and build a business with only a laptop, enjoying life along the way. Peter, Eric and Maria share the lessons they learned while creating a successful online business, helping people all over the world. Now, enjoying the freedom lifestyle from a beach in Vietnam. So it's like 10 years ago, um, I was promoting the first webinar and more than that, it was back in 2010. And since that, uh, both of us had done a lot of webinar. So Maria, what have changed since you started? How did you start to do a webinar and what, what have changed for you? I know that the first time I did it, I didn't really like, I feel like it was simpler before. <laughs> there were less people doing it. Um, I, I guess already in 2010, there was a lot of people doing webinars, but we've seen that more and more people are, are using them. And the reason is, of course, because they're very effective. Uh, but I find that it's really, really important to be authentic. Maybe that's what's changing the most is that you really have to have a message and you really need to know who you're talking to and you need to make sure that you are different than everyone else. Hmm. What are your opinions? Um... I think like in the start, I'd, I remember the first time I did a webinar, it was like, oh, talking to this screen, <laughs> uh, there is no one to talk with. It's like scary. I, I started to do a lot of speeches uh, from stage mm. and, to, and I had this mindset, this belief that doing webinars will never work the same like doing a speech because mm. there was no interaction, no uh, people, no, no one to talk with. It's just to talk with a screen. It was so weird. It was like ah, so, um, so I think like just understanding that the best way to do webinar is to do it like you do on the stage. Mm. I think that's the mo because so many I talk with and also what I seen for myself is like we we start try to complicate it. Mm. So you did your first webinar in 2016. I remember when you started to sell, when we started our online business officially. Mm. How was that for you? Oh. <laughs> it was so narrow. It was like, oh, it was, I don't know how I can tell it, but okay, I had this confidence that I know I can sell. Mm. So um, selling from a stage was like, so I believe that, hey, if other can do this, of course I can do it also. Mm. But still, it was so weird. It was so new. It was like ah, it was something like I didn't want to connect with it. Uh, but on the other hand, we had a dream to move to Vietnam where we, or not Vietnam, but to a warmer country on that time. Mm. So I felt I just need to get over it, mm. find out how to do it. Mm. I remember my first webinar and I was I was just feeling really in, unconfident, like it's the same as you said. I was, I felt like I had something to talk about and I was quite confident that at least I was, yeah, not really confident, but I was more confident with public speaking at that time. But the whole idea of the, the screen and not seeing the people uh, made me feel, I do think I feel, felt a bit smaller and I do think I, I didn't come through with the confidence I needed on the first webinar to sell something. Hmm. 
I have this thing that, oh, this is for selling a product. It's not for inspiring. No one will be inspired on a webinar. I think I had a belief about that. So it was not like yeah, inspirational, like being on the stage, like connecting with people, seeing people in the eyes, all these things. So, and also I believe that, oh, this is just for pushing something. It's mm. like just selling a product. And mm. um, instead of uh, building a relationship and all these things, that was a lot of what I thought in my head. Mm. So how do you how do you look upon webinars now? Webinar is so cool. <laughs> it's so fun to do webinar. Oh, it's like amazing. Is that um, how I look at it? Um, it's just to deliver a message mm. out there. Something that I love to talk about, something that are interesting and something that people get inspired by. Mm. And also, it's all about inspiration for me. When mm. talking about how a webinar should stand out in 2021, I think it's all about inspire people and have something to inspiration. All these people that we teach how to do webinars, Many of them have this problem that is all about the content. Mm. Oh, I need to deliver so much content. But a lot of people don't want to listen to a lot of content. They want to be inspired. They want to feel it, see it, like have a feeling that we are in the same room. And, mm. and it's possible. Mm. So I think, um, yeah. What about you? Yeah, no, I do agree with, with what you say about, about the content because it's, the content is important, but the whole vibe of the webinar and the whole coming from a place where you really want to inspire people and you want to help people and you want to make them see it's possible, it's it's even more important than the content itself. Uh, I usually say when when people ask me about how to do how to deliver a good webinar, I always say there are three types of content. So the first one is is inspiration. No, the first one is information. And that's where you kind of prove that you are an expert by teaching something, by telling them something they didn't know. A lot of times the, the, the information is just giving people more context or more people giving them more knowledge about the situation they are in. Like if, if you are an, an expert and you teach people to get a job that they're happy with and you say like this and this many percentage of people aren't happy with their job, that's valuable for them. And it doesn't have to be so complicated because as an expert, one of the things that like one of the traps that some people tend to go into is just trying to over deliver and like prove themselves with a lot of content. But but the information part can be simple and just delivering the most important things that people need to understand mm. to, to be able to make changes maybe to their situation. Mm. Um, then I always say you need to deliver the tools and the tools is where you actually teach them something that they can implement. Uh, so like a small thing that they can start doing or or working on and this is also a place where people and this is this is I think it's normal if you if you come from a place where you are a bit nervous about not delivering enough or not having something to come with or something to say and of course in the beginning that's what everyone does like it's that's normal that's human um, so so I also see like a lot of our the people we teach uh, how to do webinars they just try to give everything they got in the webinar and then, then people were like, wow, this is just too much. Like I, I have so much information now that I don't know what to do. Um, so it's the, the finding the right balance is really, really important. So how do you find the right balance? Oh, that's a great, <laughs> great question. Uh, so I, I do think like, I always think it's better to have one point that really makes a difference than having a lot of things. So for example, when you 
when you, and this comes down to knowing who you have on your webinar. Mm. Um, when you know who the people are and what kind of things they're struggling with <coughs> and what they want instead, you can actually, you can actually give them the most important thing. And, and thinking about the webinar as the starting point from, for everything else. Like the webinar isn't where you are solving their situation. The webinar is just um, making them start to change. Hmm. I think for me, the most important thing is something totally else. Mm. It's to have fun. Mm. It's to do something you enjoy to do. Mm. So yesterday I had a, a group coaching with one of the coaching groups and I, I just say her name. Uh, Fai, she's one of her clients. And um, I didn't remember that, but she told us for many years ago that I hate this webinar thing. It's like, I will never do it. It's like uh, doing webinars is like, I don't connect with people. I need mm. to connect with people. I need to see them. I need to feel them. Just behind this screen doesn't work. And yesterday she was in the group coaching and she told about her experience with webinars. And it was quite interesting because you and me, we was preparing this podcast and we was writing down exactly what she told me or the other group, what mm. we was going to talk about. Mm. Uh, and uh, and one of the things like she said like I just have fun I I just have I'm myself I have fun I I go on this ma mantra to just have fun and and I know that when you and me do webinars and we do them together and we just like hey let's have fun today mm. let's joke let's have fun don't mm. take the it's so serious mm. but you know I think this is also about selling because many get hooked up in the idea that they should sell on the webinar mm. so they take it so serious mm. people doesn't want to buy from someone more serious and <laughs> it's like you just spend some money on advertising budget or you have 500 register or 1000 register or 2000 register it's like oh my god i need to deliver today instead of just relax and mm. have fun mm. and i always it, it goes very well with what i what i wanted to say because i always say there's information there's tools and then there's the last one is inspiration and if you aren't having fun then you aren't inspiring people hmm. and and for people to want to work with you if you want to sell something that's really where that need that want to to work with you or do something more comes from is if they feel inspired and a lot of people <coughs> that have something to teach they they like their clients maybe they given up hope or they tried so many things before so they, they are not sure if they can get what they want. Like they, they are in a place where they're like confused and maybe they're a bit defeated and they don't know what to do. So if you show them like one or two steps, simple things that they can do, and then you really inspire them by telling them stories about other people that have done something or other or your own story. A lot of people doing webinars have their own story as well. Like they're it's similar to what their clients are doing. Mm. So and and that's yeah, I want to say that to to like to that wanting to sell. If you if you just show them that this is the beginning and there's more and you <coughs> can do it and this is this is um this is a process that works. That's the best that's the best way to sell something. Hmm. If you're overwhelming them, if you're giving them too much, if you're trying to show them the whole way like the the three year plan or something in the, in the webinar, we just People are go just going to feel overwhelmed. Hmm. And it's all about uh, uh, don't take it so serious. Mm. I think like uh, one of the 
thing that I always think about when I do webinars, think about webinar, or when I our entrepreneur is to have fun in the process. Mm. Um, and I need to take a story about, uh, I think this is uh, proof of what we're trying to say. Uh, the first time we was in Vietnam, I did the same webinar again and again and again and again. And I started to be so boring. So it's like, oh, I'm going to talk again. And we did it because we want to try out uh, the digital nomad life. Yeah, lifestyle. living from a beach, trying that. We was in Mune in south of Vietnam and just trying this out. And I was like, oh, I, had, I wake up this morning, it was like 35 <laughs> degrees, I need to be on a balcony. And I was like, no, I'm going to do this webinar again. And then I think, okay, how can I be motivated? I had like 200 registered for a webinar and how can I do this in a fun way? So I just decided, okay, go out from the script, don't care about the time, don't care about anything, just have fun with them, have a lot of interaction um, and just do something. And normally the webinar was one and a half hour, one hour and 45 minutes, maybe two hours. But that day I didn't look at the watch before I were finished. And it was like, I think it was three hours and 20 minutes. <laughs> I was like, I was speaking for three hours and 20 minutes and I, and people was there. Mm. I think when it come to what we call a sales pitch, I think I used one hour and 20 minutes to just push sales to them. <laughs> and I people saying, I was saying like, hey, uh, I are still here, you're not bought, I'm just pitching you. I'm just trying to convince you to buy, can you just log off? And I was like, no, it's so inspiring to listen to you, Patrick. And I just had fun and I played with it. And I, and also what I find out for myself after that, I think that was, of course, it was not the first time, but it made me think about if I talk with them, instead mm -hmm. of talking up and down, like uh, you should do this, you should do this, but just having a, conversation because mm. sales is about to build a relationship and mm. you need to have someone to have a discussion with mm. and I and that's also what I think stand out from others webinar have a discussion with people talk with them mm. don't talk uh, uh, to them talk with them mm. one of the things that I see that have changed or at least that we are much more conscious about now than we were in the beginning is is the marketing message through the whole funnel so when you start to attract people from advertising or from organic traffic into a page, they register for the webinar, they get a lot of emails beforehand, reminders, maybe some videos, and then they show up to the webinar. And it's so important that it is consistent. And also that you <coughs> also that you're actually showing them that yep, your thing is different. Like and that's that's sometimes when I say it, it sounds very complicated, but it is really about showing yourself or your style or your company style when you do things instead of trying to do what everyone else is doing just figure out what's your way of saying it what's your way of doing it how is this different and use that as the marketing message because people we have so many things to do and so many things to use our time on so it's important to to make sure that people know that this will be something different and i do think the more competition there is the more people are doing webinars the more individual like people have to feel that this is something different otherwise they won't spend their time their time on it so you're doing much more webinar than me now yes so how do how do you do that how do you like it's so easy to say it but how do you stand out in front of the emails before the webinar after what how 
what is the recipe? How do you do that? <laughs> it's a great question. So I do think that, that it has a lot to do with what you say about having fun. Because when you come from, for me at least, when I come from my, the reason why I want to do the webinars, <coughs> when I come from, when I come from the, the wanting to actually help people, wanting to make a difference, wanting to help people to, to learn something, um, that makes me inspired. And then when I do videos and then when I write emails, um, it feels inspired because I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and of course, also that this, when you do it the first time, maybe you don't, you aren't at com as confident that it, it will be fun. So it's really important what you say that to come from a place where you want to have fun, but also of course, when, where you want to actually help people because the webinar, the best way of selling in a webinar is not focusing on the selling. It's focusing on actually making a difference to people and see that, like help them see how they can change, what they can change, that it's possible and that you are the right person to help them. And that you do that much more by, by telling your own stories, by having fun, by um, showing that you're human than trying to push the sale. So I have a question for you because you're doing a webinar each week and, yes. and, and there is not like everyone is like, wow, I nailed it. It's perfect. I did everything good. Sometimes you have a, a webinar that didn't work out so well. So can you tell me what you think is different from a webinar that works really well for you and a webinar that didn't work out at all? <laughs> so for me, it has everything to do with my state when I start. Uh, and when to get in a really good mood and to, to actually look forward to it. And it has to do with my stress level. So usually if I have a day where I try to do 10,000 other things first and then like get a lot of things done before I have the webinar, actually I think of it as like I'm a, I'm a top athlete and I'm having an important competition. I need to be ready and I need to be in the right state. I am not running around doing a lot of errands, fixing a lot of things. Um, before I just need to be focused and for me that that it is really connected to what I said about um, knowing why I'm there and actually thinking about the people that I want to make a difference to them so I usually like I look at the list of names that are signed up and I I <coughs> kind of start to look forward to those people uh, getting inspired and um, if, if people have sent me questions before I read their questions so I just try to envision these people that will be there no matter if they aren't here physically and that's also when like i feel when when i'm really performing at the webinar is when i i am there with them so it, it's connected to what you said as well mm. what what are your uh, tips or your best advice or what are you doing to get in the right state when you do webinars um so for me, it's like people are buying from people, mm. not buying the knowledge. Of course, they're buying that. We are teaching sales and marketing. So of course they're buying our knowledge. But I think like I need to show myself in a webinar who I'm not like the serious marketing guy who has a lot of things inside the brain. I need to show hold the picture. I need to show them who I am. Mm. Um, someone will do, don't like me on the webinar and they can go to someone else. Mm. But uh, so it's more about being myself, being having fun, showing my life. It's mm. like uh, more you can show of yourself or your life and how you are like a person in a webinar. Don't try to hide because you are 
I was screaming. There's like it's the same recipe like when you're doing a speech. Mm. If you try to be someone else, it's hard. If mm. you just are yourself and cool down, breathe. Don't take it so serious. It's like there is no life and death in doing a webinar. Mm. Doing it, I think everyone was selling their oh, hopefully, but I think so. <laughs> everyone was selling knowledge, coaching, consultant, all all this thing we're using webinar like their platform to generate new leads. They're doing it because they want to make a difference. Mm. So think about that when you do the webinar, you're making a difference and not like how many sales should I get? Mm. I think if you and the webinar should be about the people who are out there, not mm. about yourself. Mm. If I'm thinking, oh, no, I need to deliver. Oh, no, today I need to sell. Oh, I spent $4,000 today on uh, uh, on ads. Oh, what about if I don't sell? Oh, I lose all this money. What about if they don't like me? What about uh, if I forget what I should say? Uh, what about if I mix up the slides? What about if I... Uh, if you think about what about if I... You're coming from the right, no wrong mindset. You want to think about what should I tell these people so they understand that there is a way they can live a better life with sales and marketing, or if it's whatever you're doing. For us, is yeah, sales and marketing. So I think uh, yeah, just thinking about them and not me. I do think that's that's really good advice in general, like for marketing, because a lot of people tend to. And I do think it's normal in the beginning that you are, we, we are a bit obsessed with ourselves because we're doing things we haven't been doing before. And then you feel very self-conscious. But of course, when you, got, when you get training and when you relax more into it, you can be there for the people instead of being there for yourself. And, and I, I usually say that on the training. I'm saying like, I'm not here because I think this is so fun. Of course, I do think it's fun, but I'm here for you. And please let me know how I can help you, how I can teach you something and what do you need to know? And then... So also my like the the interaction and the engagement I have with people come from me wanting to provide them value and and teach something that is valuable mm. and and just coming from that place and that's also where where I think people can use this when they choose what choose what content to put in the webinar just like what do people need to hear and 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 the answer shouldn't be 10 things it should be maybe one or two or three it's like it's it should be simple and just start with <coughs> with that like what do people need to hear and and I think for many uh, the most important thing to, to just convey in the mess in the in the webinar is that it's possible to change it's possible to do something and, and here is the starting point. Hmm. So that we got emails weekly that. Uh, Oh, since you are doing them, um, <laughs> like, oh, Maria did the best webinar ever listened to. So why do you think people say that your webinars are the best someone ever I listened to? <laughs> should I answer? Maybe you should answer. No, it's you. <laughs> you should answer it. You're evil. <laughs> you know, I'm a salesperson, so I know how to ask questions. So I can just ask all the questions that you can talk. And I know, I know you like to be in the in front of the camera, so I can just sit there behind and cough a little bit and drink some water and you can be the focus to that. Yes. Yeah. So what was your question again? Why the webinars are good? Or Yeah. Why, why are people saying that your webinars is so much better than others? I do know that I have a lot of engagement with people, so I'm not, I'm not doing a one-way presentation. And we have been considering to do automated webinars and we have tried to do automated webinars but we are always falling back to the live ones because it's uh, we get better results from it and because also it's fun 
Um, and because a lot of the things we teach are based on webinars, of course, we, we, we need to prove that we are walking the talk. But I feel like the, the, the things that I'm getting better at every, every time I do it is to have fun and, and be present and joke, like make jokes on myself um, and also to have the interaction um, so that I'm ensuring that I'm presenting things that people like to hear. And of course, also this comes from us actually doing the same webinar many times. I think that's also an important thing to say because, um, of course, sometimes it's good to vary the content, but also sometimes it's good to do the same because then you get better. It's like the, the person that's run a hundred meter in an Olympics, he isn't like taking a different route every time. It's the same so that he can really, really optimize every movement and optimize everything he's doing. So, so of course, I do think that's one of the secrets to success. I don't know if I should use those words, but, but just doing things enough times to feel really confident and be, um, and also figure out what's working and not because mm. it's a learning process all the time. Mm. Yeah. And that's a good point because uh, many comes to me and say like, yeah, I'm going to do six webinars in six weeks. So I will change the content every week. Mm. So why should I not do that? Mm. Can well, you shouldn't change the content. Yeah, why should you not change the content? No, it's, it's because like what we do is we, we, when we talk about webinars, it's marketing webinars and we, we use it to get people to the next step in the process of getting to know us and working with us. Of course, not everyone will, but that's okay. Um, but, but of course, when you do things several times, you get better at it and also you can, you can optimize it. And that's one of the great things about the whole dig digital marketing thing is that we we know what's working and not, and we can figure it out. Mm. And I remember when we did physical events, we always had this, like sometimes we sold a lot and sometimes we didn't sell at all. And we was like, what, what, what happened? Like what, what, what went wrong? But with the digital platform is much easier to, to actually evaluate and to know. Mm. And so you will have new people on every time. Like um, most people, if they use webinars as a marketing channel, they will have new people on. And of course, then it's better to do one thing that works really effectively than trying to change every time. Hmm. Hmm. What is your answer when people ask you about it? If they should make a new one every time? Um, I'm saying like it's uh, need to improve. Hmm. So there is impossible to improve something if you do something new every time. <laughs> That's true. It's the same with everything in sales and marketing. If you hmm. do something new every week, it's mm. like, and the typical human being like, oh, this isn't done work. We throw it away. We try something new. But there's always something that works. Mm. There's when you do a webinar, when you do everything in sales marketing, there's something that works. Mm. So if you change everything, you will never know what works. So mm. just changing small part in it. Mm. And, um, and there is always thing you can improve. Mm. You can improve the storytelling. You can improve, you can... Uh, improve the content, you can improve the point, you can change uh, where you should have the points. There's like all these things you can figure out. When do you get the most interaction? How do you keep the audience engaged? How do you uh, convert most to sales? And all these things we have been doing. And so the webinars we are doing is basically for like the frame, like the start is something we did for five years ago. Mm. But there is like we're changing it to the better because we find out which stories we should change, content we should change, but mm. the basic is the same. Mm. And people have been listening to our webinars for five years and they still <laughs> think like, wow, this is the best webinar Marianne ever held. 
when, when you get clients coming to you and they are wanting to do their webinars and they're really, really nervous, what, what kind of advice do you give them? Oh, I'm so boring with advice. <laughs> I just say, sorry, I was scared. I couldn't stand in back of a camera. I didn't like this at all. So I don't have any secret thing. You just have to start to do it. It's like, start doing it mm. and doing it again and again and again. Mm. Um, and that's the boring answer. Mm. There is not like, I'm saying like, yeah, you know it in the start. Uh, I remember I had a picture on the screen in the start to have a picture of a person so I can look at a person uh, instead of the camera. <laughs> and uh, when we was filming, that was not webinar, but just filming, you were standing behind the, the camera because mm. I couldn't look into a camera. Mm. Um, but it's like, we have been there. Mm. We have done it. We know it. It's not like it's hard, mm. but there is no, there is not like. So you know, <laughs> the funny thing is like everyone is saying the same thing. Oh yeah, I hate this camera. I cannot do it. Everyone else think it's easy to stand for a camera. I can't do it. Uh, and you know, funny part is like a lot of uh, top speakers, like international speakers, they're like. I can stand on a stage, I'm confident I can talk with people, but behind the camera, I just fell off. It's like, it's the same thing. Mm. But again, no, they was not ready to stand on a stage from the first time. They mm. have trained and trained and trained. So it's the same thing. It, there is no secret. It's just to start to do it. Mm. And that was a part of what we talked about in the group coaching yesterday with uh, Fai also. So because she was like that person, she didn't want to do a webinar. She didn't like it at all. And now she say, I love it. It's so cool. I do it every week. Mm. So it's just to get over it because everything you start to do, when you start to do something, it's hard. It's difficult. It's mm. like it feels unnatural. Mm. Yeah, it does. So, so that's also why I was saying to clients, do six webinars in six weeks. Mm. And what I'm trying to say after that, continue doing it every <laughs> week. Just do it yeah. because webinar is the best platform to sell Online courses, coaching, consultant, they can see you, they can feel you, they can uh, get the taste of you. They don't do that if they, if you have a video, mm. you, you don't do that with a free course, mm. with a recorded one. They mm. don't feel, they cannot see the interaction, how you talk with others. And mm. I think that's the most important thing why webinars are getting more and more doing it. But mm. also many people doesn't do what we are talking about now, have mm. this interaction, have this mm. This two ways thing, mm. and um, yeah, and one of the group coaching say, I remember when I started to do webinars, I didn't do it because I had to make money because I had another job, and then uh, I had to, I start to work like a full time entrepreneur, mm. and when I did that, it becomes so serious. <laughs> Before that, it was not serious; it was mm. just play, joy, fun. And that's the main thing. Mm. It's like if you start to think this is serious, this is serious business. Oh, if you are starting a business because you want to be serious, find something <laughs> else to do. <laughs> so we, we usually also like recommend people to, to stand up to do webinars. So, so some people, if they're really scared of the camera or scared of, of it, just like figure out how you can with your physiology be more confident because you like when I do my webinar, so I always stand up and mostly it is because I'm just waving my arms and doing a lot of things and wanting to move around and I feel much more powerful. So it is also about like finding the right setting to to make sure that you are in your best state because everything has to do with that state. Mm. Um, I also remember in the beginning, I was just like, I was 
uh, obsessed with having a cup of coffee. And for me, that coffee was just my anchor. It was kind of my, um, the thing that felt safe. So we have studied NLP, both of us, and I remember learning about the anchoring. So like, if people are really scared, they can find something that they take that, that is actually giving them some kind of safety feeling. But it is really about what you say. It's just starting to do it. And then you, you get more confident as you go. Yeah, and we are using digital platforms, so thing can happen. Maybe the webinar. <laughs> they will happen. <laughs> they will happen. Yeah. They happen us. We have lost, uh, I think, like three, four thousand dollars on webinar because the software didn't start. Mm. It's a part of it, but mm. and it will happen. There's mm. no, you can't secure against it. But also, it doesn't happen every time mm. it happened one of 50 times one mm. of 100 times mm. so don't think about what will happen if they things because yeah it will start will happen but if it happened the first time you know it's 40 50 60 70 times you can do webinar because it happened again so mm. just continue mm. and uh, and don't be so think about the technology it's not just about mindset just do it mm. <clears throat> if we had webinars when we need to move people from a webinar platform over to Facebook Live or other thing, and, yeah. and people they come. There is not like it's just as long as you don't get panic. It's mm. like okay, we have done this so many times, so we never get panic. It's no. like there is always a solution. Mm. But what about selling? Because that's a big part of it. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so what can we say to people who feel like? Uh, Everything goes good on a webinar, they have interaction, their content, you get positive feedback. But when you start to sell, people leave. They say like, oh, this is just pushy sales. Oh, don't do this. Oh, oh, yeah, there is your real you. You tried to be nice in the start, but now <laughs> you're coming from, oh, you're doing this to make money. <laughs> yeah, I'm always recommending people to be upfront with if they're going to sell something or if they're going to offer something for free. So usually when we do webinars, it's either to sell something directly or to offer a free call. And I always tell people in the beginning and I always tell also our clients to tell, tell, tell it in the beginning because it's like an elephant in the room. If people are like, ah, I wonder if they will sell me something and they're, that's the only thing they're, they're thinking about. It's much better to be, be upfront. So if you're selling something, I would just say so. I'm going to give you a lot of value, like so, the much I can, the, the, uh, the, as much as I can during these X minutes we have together. And if I do that, is it okay that I spend some minutes in the end to give you an offer, like a great opportunity to work with me or something like that? And then people will say yes, because that's only fair. And then they know. And then, then there's, there's nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing to be uh, like you are just, uh, what is it called? You, you're open with them and you're transparent. You tell it how, as it is. I think that's the first rule because I know when we did physical events, I was really like, I was really, really scared to sell in the beginning. Um, and one of the things that made a difference to me was that when, it's, when I started to tell people that we were going to sell, because then it wasn't anything I was thinking about as being like rude or not transparent. I was just being open and, and honest about it. And, and I do think, so I think that's, that's a great place to start. And then of course, it's really important to have um, enthusiasm for your own product because the, the more, and, and I, no, I would, I would say one, one thing first, and that's when you sell, you're actually helping people. Uh, this is something I, 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 for me that changed everything because I felt like I was selling, I was like pushing people to buy something that they didn't want. And it was a lot of resistance in me. And I felt like I was, 
I was pushing the sale, but my big switch or my big change came when I understood that uh, selling is not pushing, selling is offering something. And what you're offering is actually help because people that are on your webinars, they come to you because they have some problem and they want a solution. And if you have the solution and you're not offering, uh, that's really like, that's not nice. I like I, the nice thing is actually to offer your solution if you have one. Hmm. Um, so for me, that's, but, but this is of course also training. You need to, you need to practice and you need to be really enthusiastic about your offer because you're the people on your webinar will be much less uh, enthusiastic than you are. Hmm. So no matter what you're going to sell, you just have to go into this state of knowing why you're doing it and that you want to help people and know that you have something good. Hmm. What would you add to that? Or do you agree? Yeah, I'm agree. What should I say? You were always good at selling. So where do I, where do you get that? That like, what do you, what do you tell people if they ask you how to get good at sales? <clears throat> I think it's part of what you're saying, but, but why do we have, why do we have something called salespeople, salesman? <laughs> it's because we are normally when we're talking about sales, we're just talking about the negative side of sales. Mm. And that's the bad experience you had when, uh, when you went into a shop and someone tried to sell you something you didn't need or they didn't listen to you, or they didn't, uh, um, or they didn't see you, or, or another thing is like, um, you have a tell, uh, maybe you have a call center calling you and trying to push you something <laughs> and they don't listen to you. They just say, yeah, but you need this. And I say, no, I don't need it. And they say, yeah, you need it. And you know, human, human being, we just remember the bad experience, mm. but I, can for 100% sure say that we have a lot of good experience when it comes to sales. Mm. Um, and that's the part of it. If someone join your webinar, listen to you for one hour, one and a half hour with content, they're listening because they need help. Mm. They don't feel like you're a pushy salesperson as long as you inspire them in the start. Um, and I think like, and you need to tell them what you have. Mm. It's like many think like, if I just deliver great content, they know I'm a really nice person <laughs> and they know I can help them and they will but, come and work to them but they, <laughs> but they can't read your mind no they can't read they can't like oh is it that what you offer mm. is that what you have mm. so uh, you need to tell them what you have you mm. need to tell them how it works you need to tell them all these things and this is just giving information about the product not necessarily talking about a sales pitch you need to tell them what the product can do for them, what mm. the product can help them with. Mm. You need to tell them what others have experienced with their product. Mm. You need to tell them how it works, uh, what to do. You need to tell them all the details. Mm. And coming, so if you are using webinars to sell your online courses or coaching or consulting, you need to tell them everything. Mm. <laughs> like, so they get a picture of if this is right for you or not right for you. I'm selling, I, I always look at it like this. If you got a lot of maybes after a webinar, maybes is the worst thing you can get. <laughs> a lot of lot of entrepreneurs think like maybes is good, but it's mm. the most terrible thing you can get. It's much better to get notes mm. and yes, mm. because maybes is based on, I didn't get enough information. Mm. I, maybe this is right for me, but mm. maybe not. So I think it's that, um, and also look at the webinar from the start to then like you're doing it because you're marketing something. Mm. 
how do they build it up from mm. the start to them? And I remember when I was doing a lot of sales webinar, it's just talk directly to them. Mm. If they say like, hey, how do I do this when it comes? I had a sales course, so how do I do this with sale? Join my course and you will get the answer. <laughs> I can give you a short answer now. Tell them, mm. I will help you with it. Mm. So you're just, I think like if I'm not telling them that my course can help you, and thinking like, yeah, this webinar will help you. You're just lying to yourself and you're lying to your client because mm. nothing is a quick fix. No, that's true. And I think that this is one of the, the things that I see people do wrong. I'm not saying they do wrong, but if they want to sell, like if you want to sell um, a course, you need to show them that you need to give them something valuable. You need to prove that you can help them. And, and, and one of our mentors, Frank Kearney, has this show them that you can help them by actually helping them. And I, I, that's, that's my like total truth when I do webinars. I really want to show people that awesome can help them by giving them a lot of value in the webinar itself. But if you give them like 10,000 things to do and homework for the next three months, of course, they don't want to buy your course. So you need to give them the first step. You need to show them how to get started. And you need to show them, you need to you prove that you are the person that they can get more from. And actually, it's it's usually more valuable if you give them one or two or three simple things than just too many <clears throat> things. And then, of course, if they want if they want more, they that your course, your product should be the next step, the next natural step for them. And that's this is a, I, I do think it's it takes some testing and, and figuring things out how to do this in the right way, because, of course, you need to give enough content for people to actually see that you can help them more. But you don't give them so much that they feel overwhelmed because they, they will go out and don't want to buy our course. Mm -hmm. And also if you, if you, um, so, so usually we are selling a course or we're selling, like selling a free call, offering a free call. And it's the same if you offer the free call, if you overwhelm people too much in the webinar, they don't want to book a free call with you because they already have enough things to do for the next X weeks or months. So they need to have this feeling that there is something more. They, 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 need to work more on this and also they need to feel that it is actually a longer process and i do think this has to do with what you said about being honest with them because if you are thinking about your webinar as the solution to their problems you're giving them just a quick fix and quick fixes don't last quick fixes like it can be really inspirational and thinking that and yeah now i had the solution but Everyone that knows with, works with any kind of transformation or or new building a new skill set, they're doing something you haven't done before. You can't learn that in one and a half hour. So the solution is always a more longer term solution. So so based on this, what we are just delivering a webinar and think that will help, you're scamming people. <laughs> so every no one yes. wants to be a scammer, but uh, you're scamming people if you don't sell them a product uh, that will help them mm. to the, go to. Uh, Run the quick fix. So I, I always like when I do webinars, I always saying like, this is the first step, like with the awareness you have now, you can start making better choices. You can start to do things, but actually doing the job takes longer time. And I do think that's something that most people can say if mm. they're offering a call, like this awareness that you got now, this tool that you got from me today, that's the first step. And then if you really want to make a change, it is a longer process. And that's why I offer you this call. Mm. And then you, because then you, you're not undermining your own value because you already gave them a lot of value. And if they feel inspired and if they see it's possible, they feel like they got a lot of value. But if you're trying to, to make them think that now they have everything they need, uh, that's what you said, then you're scamming them. 
and also another thing um i know that many are doing wrong is like they don't talk a language that people can understand mm. they talk like uh, if we was going to talk a marketing language in our webinars no one will understand or if they don't understand it they will feel they're stupid mm. and if they feel stupid they're afraid of buying from you because then they're they even afraid because, to ask questions yeah huh? yeah and they're even afraid to ask questions yeah and they're afraid of asking questions they're afraid of everything because <laughs> you think yeah because they think they're stupid mm. so so i have always this thing like talk to a 10 year old girl or a boy and that girl or a boy should tell the friend about what we talked about mm. that's the goal of the webinar mm. another thing is like because i hear this I just listened to a webinar last week with one of the clients and then that was one of the problem. There was a, he was like uh, talking his technical language mm. on something. Mm. So even if you think that everyone are listening to are really tech, it's better to talk in a easier language and mm. it's not about so show them with help show them to help them with actually helping them is one thing. But many tries to show them how expert I am <laughs> with telling a lot of different words and expert things. But then it's all about you again. It's not about them. Mm. So it's getting back to help them, not mm. yourself. Mm. Oh, that's true. So we, our title for this episode was how to sell using webinars in 2021. So what do you think has changed? What, like, how are things different now? I think like from when we started, it was uh, easier to just follow our recipe to make a webinar. Um, I think today is more about what we talked about. There was no one who told us that we should have a lot of interaction on the webinar. Mm. That's something we figured out by the years. Mm. And I think a lot of interaction uh, makes it makes it more like a relationship building platform. So mm. we build our relationship with someone instead of going to a conference and talking with people or going to a stage and having an interaction area doing it on a webinar so i think interaction is a lot is one of the key thing like mm. have a lot of interaction and ask questions like uh, motivate them and also another thing when you ask question uh, you need to know or i know it that i own the webinar mm. it's not the audience who own the webinar mm. i own it so if i ask a question and i don't get answer i just continue on asking it i'm not afraid of so many think like, oh, think about if no one answering me. Yeah, they will not answering you. So ask again. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I think that's one of the key uh, point. Um, show them that you like to do it, that you mm. enjoy it. Mm. If they feel like you're doing a webinar because they're going to sell something, it goes through. We mm. have many examples of that. When people have fun, it's like no one complain about selling at all in the end. But mm. if you try to make it like really perfect following a recipe going to a webinar course doing all this thing right it just becomes so unnatural it needs to be natural you need to show we are and also deliver yeah. Um, yeah and i do think that goes through the whole like it goes through the whole funnel and through the whole marketing message mm. from your ad or from your post in social media to everything you deliver to all your emails just show them who you are and because there is huge competition then it's also important that you are different and it isn't really hard to, like some people are overthinking the be different part, but, but humans, like we are different. We have mm. different style. Mm. We have different humor. We have different way of communicating and just being like realizing more who you are and, and do more of that and, and be more, because then that makes you more visible or more um, special. I don't know if special is the right word, but, but people just want to 
like I also think people want to listen to real humans. Like they want to to listen to some person that seems like robotic in their performance, or they learned this recipe and now they're just doing it, and it isn't natural. So it is really much about just being true to your own style and true to your own self and true to your own humor and your way of telling stories. And of course, we can say a lot about what's good to say and not to say, but but it is about being yourself. And and for me, also coming from that place where I actually help people, mm. because that's that's the most important thing. I want to be there to help people. Mm. Yeah, I think like if you think like, oh, I need to deliver, or if I don't get the sales today, or if I don't get anyone to join my program or if I don't, if it comes from that place, it's like come from the big why. Mm. Think about why you're doing this. What mm. what uh, what what is the main goal for doing a webinar? And then it comes back to it's easier to sell than you know that the transformation, the changes, the things you are delivering in a course or um, yeah, or in a coaching package or consultant package is the package. It's mm. not the webinar. Mm. So I think if you know that it's easier to tell them about the program, it's easier to tell them about why this is working mm. and doing it with confidence. And you know, it's like, so the, the webinars that I have done where I have sold most on directly is mm. like I have over 20% sales rate. Mm. The only reason I'm 20% is like I have a lot of fun. Yeah. If I, if I have 5% sales, it's because it was boring. I was tired. Mm. I want to end this. I don't mm. want to do it anymore. Mm. If I come from there, it's like 5%, 3%. But if I have fun, if I just enjoy it, um, if I come to a place like this will be the coolest, best <laughs> experience I ever done on a webinar, if I do that, I, uh, I say that to you and I say to myself, I need to do something I've never done before. I need to take it to the next level. Mm. Last question before we end so some people are saying webinars like is dying like it's not going to work in the future what are your thoughts about it oh i got a a, a woman that joined one of our programs and she said like oh i interacted in my audience and they said they don't want to join a webinar because they are so busy and so she wants to do something i say it's okay to think about that but the thing is, like, you can never go through us. You can never get this interaction, human connection. We're doing, uh, doing videos, doing things like that. So, all about doing webinars is like also. So, why are we listening to a speech on a stage? Mm. Why are we listening to the same speaker again and again and again? Mm. So, what is happening in the world now with uh, with COVID and all this thing is also why it's even more natural mm. and it will be the new normal mm. to do things online mm. um, and for us it's like we will maybe start to do some auto automated webinar but i think the live experience with having people like in and also the uh, the way we do it will be more much more interactive mm. i think it will get better and better and new software new things will come up so you get more of it so i i don't think human interaction even through a screen will stop i think it will be more and more of it it's more about being yourself being authentic be doing it your own way so so i think other things will die out but mm. the, the thing with webinars or live ex performance and all this thing we want it mm. so yeah i do think if if like when we do things that we have talked about today when you are interactive when you are having fun when you're coming from a place where you really want to help people and where you where you just share things that would actually help people and, and inspire them. Uh, 
I don't think that will stop working because it's 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 just a really good way, as you say, to connect with people and to come through and to start building that relationship. Mm. And of course, things may change in the future, but we have been doing webinars in 2016 and it works as well now as it did in 2016. Like last year, we had the best show up rates ever because of people getting stuck at home. And I don't think it will like suddenly end so this is really definitely a, it's definitely a method of selling that is really effective and it works and it like there's no no other method I know of where you can actually get a person that don't know who you are maybe two hours before the webinar they register and then two hours later they bought bought from you it's just really effective it is a really short way of building that trust hmm. that you need to get the sales. Just last week uh, we had someone from UK and Netherlands joining your webinar. <clears throat> two days after they are joining a call with me. They never heard about us. They never seen us. They don't know where we are. So many are thinking like, oh, it's so easy for you and you and Marianne Petrick because you have a name. But there was cold people. They ever heard about us mm. and they end with buying something for 5,500 euro mm. directly after a webinar. And you don't can do that after a video, after a free course, after this thing. It's because they, we build a relationship and it's all about building a relationship and having used relationships ship-based sales mm. all the way through a funnel through everything yes so thank you so much for joining this episode and we look forward to seeing you on the next one and in the end if you think like we can help you with webinars we can do that <laughs> that's true and if you want to find out how we can do it you can book a free call with us it's a one hour call we will talk with you, how you can use webinar, if you can use it. It's not for everyone to do webinars if you, or I mean, it's for everyone who's selling knowledge. But uh, if you want to know more about it, uh, we have a free call. We'll give you some tips about marketing, Facebook or YouTube, or of course, how to build up a webinar. Um, the link is www.awesomecall.com. So click there and register for a call and hope you enjoy this podcast.